Today, Rinpoche began the section on the three highest higher trainings and gave a very good explanation of the 16 attributes of the Four Noble Truths. ま、ちょっと自分人がと言えば自分人がまだ。自分人がとてのは、そのまま、そのまま自分人がとてのは、そのまま自分人がとてのは、そのまま自分人がとてのは、そのまま自分人がとてのは、そのまま自分人がとて
so everybody, we're on page 339 in the English. Um, Okay, Okay, so now uh, Rimichi said that we've gone through um, when we look at this um, outline of three under the major heading, the kind of path you cultivate to halt cyclic existence. We've already gone through the certainty of enumeration and the determination of the order. So we're going to start right at the nature of the three trainings. So uh, that's going to uh, be on page 241, actually. The the doggy long good so do Sampe Nazi Tala so, um, so we're just going to read through. The nature of the three trainings is as the sutra request, requested by Brahma states. Ethical discipline has six branches. Concentration is the four blissful abodes. Uh, the four aspects of the Four Noble Truths are always pure sublime wisdoms. Um, so here, um, ethical discipline is referring to the highest higher training in ethics. Uh, concentration is referring to the highest higher training in concentration. Uh, and then the four, um, the four aspects of the Four Noble Truths are always pure sublime wisdoms are referring to um, uh, the highest higher training in wisdom. Um, so this is, uh, this quote from the sutra um, shows these three highest higher trainings. 
Um, and it says, with respect to this, the training in ethical discipline has six branches. So here it says ethical discipline has six branches. So the highest higher training in, in ethics has six branches. Uh, one through two, both. The possession of ethical discipline and restraint by the vows of individual liberation demonstrate the pure ethical discipline that certainly leads to liberation. Number three and four, both rights and possession of the range of support demonstrate unimpeachable uh, pure ethical discipline. Number five, dread of even the smallest uh, misdeed demonstrates pure ethical discipline that is unspoiled. And then number six, correctly undertaking and training in the fundamental trainings demonstrates flawless pure ethical discipline. Um, so this is uh, what is referred to um, in this sutra um, by the six branches of uh, ethical discipline. So when we look at this, these six branches, uh, the first two, the possession of ethical discipline and restraint by the vows of individual liberation, um, this shows that they, these are two categories, because if it is an uh, individual liberation ethics, it is not necessarily ethical discipline. Uh, I'm sorry, let me try that one more time. If it is ethical discipline, it is not necessarily individual liberation ethics. Um, if, if it is um, individual liberation ethics, it's not necessarily um, ethical discipline, but we don't see a pervasion there. So there's a difference between the two um, because we find something which is uh, um, not uh, one but the other. Um, so. Uh, this is what is uh, meant by the first two um, branches of the highest higher training in ethics. Okay, ね、で、で、チャパガレ、ルムチェ。で、そう、で、チョカ、セナ、メゲワジュ。メゲジュボンクチュジェ。オッケー。エンジデンダトゥジ、ジデンダメゲワス。ジクテン、メゲワ。で
Uh, first is the ethical discipline, the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities. And then Rinpoche said, then behavior that is concordant with the world, and then behavior that is discordant with the world's non-virtue, so non-virtue of the world. Um, so these are the three categories of the <coughs> rights section. Then he's Zippa. Tata no what the Chiris at the Gadul do 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 Shuyudansayadwate,Shuyudansayadwate,Mesomalasubinayapombukune,Shuyudansayadwate,Mesomalasubinayapombukune,Shuyudansayadwate,Mesomalasubinayapombukune,Shuyudansayadwate,Mes
Then a droopa, the gegen, the goopa, then jepa. Kanuje, and then Lama lezuni adan, near Edua. Neu she, Lama dudan. Robot cacale on the jet. Ah, helping. Okay. It's not but simple that to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the possession of the range of support. There are uh, eight categories. Um, so the first category is um, the wearing of the robes, uh, so the, the, the behavior of the proper way of wearing the robes. Um, so this is the uh, first category in the range of support. Uh, number two is behavior in the bathroom. Uh, so certain behaviors when one is urinating, when one is defecating. Um, so there's uh, certain behaviors. Um, that this cat is number two. Uh, number three uh, is when one is drinking water, um, the behavior when one is drinking water. And number four uh, is uh, cleaning one's teeth uh, with a stick. So Rinpoche said in ancient India they clean, clean their teeth with a stick. So this is what is meant here. So cleaning the teeth with a stick. Um, <coughs> uh, number five is um, proper prayers. Uh, number six is respecting the teacher, uh, rising and so forth when the teacher comes. Uh, number seven is taking care of the ill, people who are ill uh, or have some sort of illness. <laughs> Kanamatoa Jarabla Yam Jiba Dape. Okay. Sutrin Dapa Dindu. Okay, so let me just finish these. Uh, number seven is uh, helping those who are ill, and number eight uh, is uh, helping the teacher. Uh, with with uh, it's in the category with ill, um, so it's uh, almost like caring for the teachers, um, but specifically health health related um, in this uh, category. Um, so Rimache was just talking about a specific word in here, and Chopa Dan Shuyu, Chopa Dan Shuyu Dembani. Just give me one moment. I apologize. I have to read this Tibetan. I so, Rinpoche was saying that here, where it says the dread of even the smallest misdeed. Um, so when we look at different misdeeds and we look at afflictions um, and we look at the kind of size of them. Uh, and how they are um, abandoned, 
uh, we can see that there are various sizes. So we have the, um, the grade of the great, the grade of the medium, the grade of the small, the medium of the great, the medium of the small, the medium of the, I mean, medium of the medium, the medium of the small, the small of the great, the small of the medium, uh, the small of the small. So there are all of these coarse and subtle um, types of misdeeds and afflictions. Um, so here, this is saying, um, kind of having fear of even the smallest, most subtle uh, type of misdeed. Um, so that's what is uh, that's speaking of, um, is it, it, it just being um, very thorough uh, when it comes to misdeeds and making sure that all of them are, are um, negated. No matter, you know, every single one of them. Okay, Dixon. That's what you think. So, so, Tabi to bed, Nabaniji, and then Nabaju, Sunitabatan, to Niji, Chugat, and show you the Devanijine, and then Mamma, Sunitabatan to Ziji, Kanamatu, Kanamato, Tarala, and Jibatayune, and then Manam Sunitabatan to Trujan to Dua. That would deliver the hub. Um, so just going through it again, we have, the, the, when we look at these six branches of high, the highest higher training in ethics, uh, we have the first two, the possession of ethical discipline and restraint uh, by the vows of uh, individual li liberation uh, demonstrate both pure ethical discipline that certainly leads to liberation. So the categories are the possession of ethical discipline and restraint by the vows of uh, individual liberation. Uh, number three is rights and possession of the range of support. Uh, number five is dread of even the smallest dis misdeed uh, and correctly undertaking uh, and training in the fundamental trainings is number six. Uh, so this makes for the uh, kind of a summary uh, kind of a short summary of what the six branches refer to. And then we get into the four abodes uh, of the mind um, after that. Lapis <laughs> Sandin 
so now we have a very short amount of information that deals with the um, highest higher training and concentration and how in dependence upon the, the calm abiding one is able to achieve the four concentration levels. Um, so we have the first uh, concentration level, the second concentration, the third concentration, and the fourth concentration. And that comes about, those concentrations arise in dependence upon calm abiding. Uh, so um, it says, four abodes of the mind refers to the four meditative stabilizations. It means the training of the mind which is blissful because the mind abides blissfully in this lifetime. So one is able to achieve a state of mental and, and, and even physical uh, pliancy um, by achieving these uh, various concentration levels. Um, and it says, the four where the sutra requested by Brahma reads, the four aspects of the four are the four, uh, I don't think Rinpoche read there, I'm just going to read out though are the four uh, noble truths. The four aspects of these four are the four aspects of each of the four noble truths. Okay. ジェネ、ナバジェイラス、ワディシロジロバテンゴアレ、シロジラビウデ、デンバジェテレス。ティナバナバジェネ、エネ。ティナバジェ、ティナバジェネ。ナバジェテドゲダバクニュデバンゴ
so making for a total of 16. Uh, so when we look at the first noble truth, the superior truth of uh, suffering, there are four attributes that it has. First, impermanence. Second, uh, misery. Uh, third, uh, emptiness. And fourth, selflessness. Um, so these are the four attributes of the first uh, superior truth of suffering. Uh, the second superior truth of origin um, also uh, has four attributes. So the superior truth of origin uh, has the first attribute of cause, uh, the second attribute of origin, the third attribute of strong production, uh, and then the fourth attribute of condition. Uh, so these are the four attributes of the truth of origin. Um, so the third uh, noble truth, the truth of cessation, um, also uh, has four attributes. So the first attribute is cessation. Uh, the second attribute is pacification. The third uh, attribute is auspicious highness. Uh, and then the fourth attribute is uh, definite emergence. Uh, so these are the three attributes uh, of that third noble truth, which is the truth of cessation. Uh, I'm sorry, the four attributes of that third noble truth, which is the truth uh, of cessation. And then the fourth noble truth, which is the truth of path, also has uh, four attributes. Um, so the first attribute is path. The second attribute is suitability. Uh, the third attribute is achievement. Uh, and then the fourth uh, attribute is deliverance. Um, uh, so these are the 16 attributes of the Four Noble Truths. And again, each of the four truths, um, the truth of uh, suffering, origin, cessation, and path, uh, have four attributes. So there are 16 attributes of the Four Noble Truths. And these 16 attributes are the objects of observation of the concentration and wisdom um, of the highest higher training and concentration in wisdom. Dengue Quality
Um, so when we look at the um, first, the, the four noble truths, um, the Buddha turned the wheel of Dharma for the first time in Varanasi, India, where he taught these four noble truths. And he stated them in three different ways. He stated them according to their nature or their meaning, uh, and then stated them uh, according to their um, application and then stated them according to their ultimate nature or their um, essence. Um, so first the Buddha stated that this is the superior truth of suffering, then this is the superior truth of origin, this is the superior truth of cessation, and this is the superior truth of path. So this first pronouncement that the Buddha gave was according to the nature of these truths. Um, like, uh, what is the definition of these four truths? Um, how are these defined? Um, so this is what the nature is referring to. Uh, the second category, the application, uh, the Buddha stated that uh, suffering is to be um, understood, origin is to be abandoned, uh, cessation is to be achieved, and path is to be relied upon. Um, so what the Buddha meant in this case uh, is um, that first one must understand what suffering is. And by understanding suffering, uh, um, then one will look to what causes it. Um, and in order to get rid of suffering, once you understand what suffering is, you'll want to get rid of it. Um, you'll have to get rid of what causes it. So this is why the Buddha stated that origin is to be abandoned. So first stated suffering is to be understood, and then stated that the origin has to be abandoned. Um, so once you understand suffering and know you don't want it, then you find out what the cause of it is and realize you have to get rid of what causes it. So this is abandoning origin. Cessation is uh, achieved um, and path relied upon. So once one abandons that origin, then cessation is, is achieved, liberation is achieved. But in order to abandon origin, one has to depend upon a path. One has to rely upon a path. Um, so here we're speaking of the three highest higher trainings. So uh, the path specifically, uh, Rinpoche said, is the path which is the wisdom realizing <coughs> emptiness. Um, so this path which is the wisdom realizing emptiness is how one achieves or uh, the state of cessation uh, achieves uh, such a liberation. Um, so this is the uh, second way that the Buddha stated. Then uh, Sumba. Uh, Sumba Lama. Sumba Kade. The Dungyao, the uh, um, Sheba Shame, Kunjung. Dungyao Sheba Shame. Dungyao Sheba Shame. Sheba Shame. Kunjung Pumwa Shame. Pumwa Shame. Ote Drebu Deng Wom Drebu. So then the third um, way that the Buddha stated them was according to their essence. Um, so the Buddha previously stated that uh, suffering is to be understood, uh, um, origin abandoned, cessation achieved, and path relied upon. Then the Buddhist, at uh, the third turning of essence, states that there is no suffering to understand, there is no origin to abandon, there is no cessation to achieve, uh, and there is no path to rely upon. And what was meant here by the Buddha is there is not a truly established 
um, suffering that can be understood. There is not a truly established origin that can be abandoned. There is not a truly established cessation that can be achieved, nor is there a truly established path that can be relied upon. So this is what the Buddha meant by the essence of these four. So we first had the nature of the four, then you have the uh, um, application of the four, and then the essence of the four. So the Buddha taught in Varanasi, the Four Noble Truths, at the first turning of the wheel of Dharma, and stated these uh, Four Noble Truths in these three different ways, giving each of those four, uh, four attributes. Um, so here, um, what is meant by this, uh, there is not this uh, truly established uh, um, truth of suffering, nor truly established truth of origin, nor truly established truth of cessation, nor truly established um, truth of path is exactly what the um, Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge uh, is pointing out when he speaks of the five skandhas being empty of nature and seeing that all phenomena is the same in this way, uh, empty of nature, empty of being truly established. Um, so this third way of explaining the Four Noble Truths was according to their emptiness, their lack of true establishment um, uh, that was explained in that second turning as a note at the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. ตัวเงี้ยวาตัวอาดามะบะชิชิกันตัวตัดตัวเงี้ยตัวเงี้ยตัวเงี้ยตัวสาจิญญาวะเลพุมบะตะมาเบสาจิญญาวะเลพุม
So by meditating on the um, the four attributes of the four noble truths, uh, or the sixteen attributes of the four noble truths, uh, and cultivating the correct view, uh, one is able to um, get rid of the afflictions because this becomes the wisdom, the training in wisdom, and this training in wisdom is the wisdom that's realizing emptiness. Um, so one uh, is able to abandon that which binds us to cyclic existence um, by meditating and from the, by familiarizing uh, oneself with these 16 attributes with the correct view. With correct view. Okay, Okay, so we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Okay, so 
so then in the so now we're going to look at the um, general meaning of perfection by Penchen Sonandrapa, where we find a quote from Dharmakirti's uh, Pramanavartika Karika uh, that shows the various signs and reasonings um, behind these attributes of the Four Noble Truths. Um, so the uh, first point that's made is about the emptiness. So it's saying that the uh, truth of uh, suffering, um, the the gare chuchen, chuchen gare de chuchen. Okay, so the, okay, so the subject, the um, uh, contaminated, uh, the the appropriated contaminated and mental and physical aggregates are um, empty um, because of being devoid of a supervisory self that is a different entity from them. Um, so this is the uh, first point. So they're empty of of or devoid, there is an absence of some super supervisory self that's different from, from them, that's separate uh, from them. Uh, so this is the reason why we say that they are empty. Okay, so they're empty of being permanent, single, and independent. Okay. Okay, so next, uh, the subject, the, the five appropriated uh, contaminated aggregates are impermanent because... Um, so when we speak of the five aggregates, we're speaking of form, feeling, perception, uh, formation, etc. So these are the, the, the aggregates that we're speaking of. Um, so it says, uh, okay, so the, the five contaminated, appropriated aggregates are impermanent because of being produced occasionally, not, la- not lasting forever, not, not, a- not existing forever. There's this occasionalness about them. So this is why the- they're considered uh, impermanent. Okay. So, and we could use this same um, sign uh, to prove the impermanence of many subjects. So we could say the subject tree is impermanent uh, because of being produced occasionally. The subject uh, human is impermanent because of being produced occasionally. Um, so anything impermanent, um, we can use this sign to, sh- to, prove, to prove it. So when we look at um, the subject, object of knowledge, object of knowledge has two categories, impermanent phenomena, impermanent, impermanent phenomena. Um, so uh, um, anything that falls categorically under that impermanent phenomena will necessarily have this uh, quality of being produced occasionally. Okay, so 
um, so the next um, subject is the, uh, I mean, the next sign is that the subject, the five uh, appropriated contaminated aggregates are selfless because of not existing as an independent self. Um, so uh, we can state uh, that they uh, are, exist merely as a collection there is no independent self separate from that collection, from that comings together of things. Um, so this is why we state that it is selfless, um, because of not existing as some sort of independent kind of uh, separate um, self. It's just a, a, an aggregation. It's a collection. ジュルスシェジャスベマルシェジャルユドシャロンシェジャルテニシェジャレンタマダニ。ライスよ。またばサマルまたばにてるがじしだめばいてなろんだんごまるしとくしばじゅう。ジュルスよばかんがれジュル
Um, but only in permanent phenomena is obviously occasional, not permanent phenomena. Um, so, Dixon Rimbache. Tanyabo Gunu Nebalote, Lujeje Jagodua. Dunyawa Lavasan. Dunyawa, the Sachinella and the Pumbo Chuchan, Dunyawa, Tony Dadjes, Tony Shimarba. Dunyawa, Tony Dadjes, Dunyawa, Rom. Dunham, <laughs> ま、ま、だ、どね、とは、とはだめ、ジンドさま。あ、よまれ。どんやわよまれ。どんやわいてるの、だ、もまるべし、ずるさま。ワン、ダ。そういうだ、ジンドさま。ドンやわ、そういう
and then there is also in the Hindu tradition, um, there's this belief there's uh, one uh, creator God uh, that um, uh, makes everything possible. Uh, Brahma, um, who who is created. I just want to make sure that's. Eh, it doesn't say. Oh well. Uh, so Brahma, uh, the God, uh, the Hindu tradition believes in this one God that has created all. Let's call it something else. ごて、で、ごてんどそのロサンタナンコロマです。シバシバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ。シバ
So then, Kandre Ka, they understood that? Wanshu Chuchi. Wanshu Chuchi. Wanshu Chuchi. Lesson. Dejini by Yimbezer. Eat on them by Yimbezer. What the Dejit is a little Jubezer. Taco no um, so then there becomes a cre- uh, uh, we then say, oh, the subject Shiva then. Uh, how is Shiva slowly created? How is Shiva's shape made? Then how is Shiva able to perform a function? Um, so then this question, to negate this uh, creator by one, uh, the Buddhists are able to ask the question then, who created Shiva's uh, slow creation and shape and ability to perform the function of creating? Um, so this is the uh, negation of those do <laughs> Okay, so then we would say the subject contaminated actions and attachment are causes um, because of being roots of suffering. So, then the second attribute of the truth of suffering is uh, origin. Uh, so the thought of, around origin is uh, contaminate the subject, contaminated actions and attachment are origins uh, because uh, they again and again produce suffering in all of its forms. So that over and over, all the different types of suffering are produced by it. So therefore, they are origins. <laughs> ね、ランディドゲンタチジェイベシ、ラジナバインデ。ジョ、クンジョンラジェロ。ラジナバインデ。ロンデ、ロンデドゲンタチジェイベシ。ニ、ドゲラソバトスインジェ。ジェイ
so the next, uh, the subject, that, um, so we get to the third attribute um, of the origins and we find that it's strong production. So the subject, we'll use the same contaminated actions uh, and attachment, are, are strong producers because they produce suffering uh, with great force. Um, so they're <coughs> strong production because the suffering is kind of a great amount of force uh, in its creation. Just occurs without uh, <coughs> anything that can be done. Just a great amount of force. It overpowers um, everything else. Tajiba, the next is condition. Um, and condition uh, is referring to this uh, cooperative condition that's always necessary in order for uh, there to be this arisal from a cause. So the causes all require um, this cooperative conditions. Um, so uh, con contaminated actions and attachment are conditions. Um, so this number four, the fourth attribute is condition. Um, because attachment to cyclic existence acts as a cooperative condition for suffering or for the arisal of suffering. Um, so that's why uh, um, it's a condition. That's a sign. So all of these pervasions, subject, just as a translator's note, whenever we look at uh, debate texts or whenever even debate goes on, there's always a formula that's used. It's a subject kind of thesis and then a, a sign. So you would say the subject uh, color uh, is red because it is suitable to be shown as a red hue. Uh, so you always have a subject a statement about a subject and a sign to prove the statement about the subject. So that's what all of this is that Rinpoche is doing. It's a, sorry about that. I just wanted to make clear what was what this terminology and this kind of the use of these words was for. It's how de, how debate happens. It's a debate language. Okay. 
So the first uh, true cessations, uh, the first attribute of true cessations is actual cessation. Um, and then there, there are other religious traditions. Um, the Sukhelen, the Taipa Yomari, the Jampemba. Jampemba, Okay, so the nihilist, um, in, in this case, believe that there is no such thing as a, a cessation, or no such thing as a liberation. Um, it says it counters the view of. Like, also, the nihilists are called hedonists, apparently, here in this text. Um, so they view that there is no liberation from cyclic existence. There's no such thing. Um, so the nihilists believe that, um, and this topic, cessation, is put here um, to show that it is possible. Um, and that is not the view of Buddhists. Um, other religions uh, um, believe uh, that there is a state of cessation of suffering at the form and formless realm level and mistake that for peace. Um, but as Buddhists, it is the uh, extinguishment of all suffering, um, which requires the abandonment of the afflictions uh, in order for um, it to happen. Uh, so if, if you, uh, one gets rid of the afflictions or abandons the afflictions, then once that abandonment takes place, there can't be another arisal of afflictions. Um, and this is why in the state of the, the case of that faux destroyer, um, where there's no longer these afflictions, so there can be no longer the arisal of anything but liberation, um, because those cooperative conditions are not present. So there's nothing that can make that happen within that continuum. Because there's been an abandonment of it, it can't come back, it can't arise again. Um, so uh, that is what is meant by cessation, and this is referring to a complete cessation, uh, meditate, uh, complete cessation. That's it. Dixon. <laughs> What so also there are uh, other religious traditions, and Rinpoche said, I believe it's the Hindu tradition where they believe that actual intercourse is a path to liberation, that in some way um, the... the yeah, so intercourse is a pathway to liberation. Um, and this is not a way that there can be an extinguishment of suffering. It's not an antidote to... Um, uh, so therefore, it's not a cessation. 
So when we look at uh, um, so the abandonment of suffering comes about through the abandonment of the afflictions. Um, so this is how uh, cessation occurs. Cessation, the subject um, Yeah, so the abandonment of suffering is a cessation because it's uh, a state of having abandoned that suffering. That's it. Because it's a state of having abandoned that suffering. Then the shiwa. The abandonment of karma and afflictions. Okay, so the abandonment of karma and the subject, the abandonment of karma and afflictions. Uh, is a cessation because being a, of being a state of having abandoned that suffering. Uh, the subject, uh, the uh, abandonment of karma and afflictions is pacification because of being a state of having abandoned uh, an affliction. So it's a state of uh, pacification. It means it's a, the word peace is pacification or peace. It's a state of peace because there isn't the, uh, the presence of affliction. Um, so it's a peace, uh, which is a freedom from 
affliction. Okay, Dixon. So the subject and abandonment of karma and the uh, contaminated karma and afflictions uh, is auspicious highness because there is no superior source of help or happiness. So it's the most superior uh, source for um, aid and for joy that exists. Number three. So it's a The subject, the abandonment of contaminated karma and afflictions is definite emergence uh, um, because of uh, the once you have that liberation from suffering, it it never the suffering never return again. Um, So it's definite emergence because it never returns again. And this word definite emergence is the same word as renunciation. Um, definitely get out. Um, so that's why we see this definite emergence. And before I've said that uh, the word we in Tibetan for renunciation literally means definitely get out. And you can see here they've used that definite emergence. Um, probably so it doesn't look confusing and look like renunciation and other words. But this is really, this word right here is what renunciation means in a literal sense definite emergence. Definitely get out. Um, so these are the uh, four um, true sufferings. Uh, so if you can slowly think about uh, these and use kind of uh, the same um, points that are made in these um, valid cognition texts, then we can understand this clearly um, as time goes on. And so you can apply so many different subjects, though, to this same thing. So the um, Hinayana cessation is a cessation because of being a state of having abandoned suffering. The Prachika Buddha cessation is a cessation because of being a state of having abandoned suffering. Um, so you can use so many... Once you understand how the formula works, you can plug in so many different subjects to enhance, to understand even more about it. I see. So if you can understand really one of these uh, and how it works, then you can understand how all of them work. Tangu ba, dunia jikunyo jingu ba, 
So there are four mistaken views. Uh, so now we've, we've gone through uh, the truth sufferings and their four attributes. We went through true origins and their attributes. Now we've gone through true cessations and their attributes. Now we arrive at true paths and their attributes. Um, and there are four mistaken views uh, that these four attributes counteract. Um, so there are various systems within Buddhist and non-Buddhist tenets uh, that are negated by various attributes presented here. Um, so it says uh, the wisdom, uh, so the, uh, so all, of, then the, I'm trying to find the four mistaken views. The Loshe Loshe Tambo. Loshe Tambo Talam Mebanzimba, Talam Yemedzimba. Talam. Tabilan Yomares. Mepa. Tabilan Mebanzimba. Tabilan Mebanzimba. Nibba, <laughs> Touch you, Jen, Damon, Mosum to be Shansen to Tonon to you, Jalodua, 
There are four mistaken views uh, that are negated by these four uh, truths. So, uh, the first of the mistaken view that's negated is that there is there is a mistaken view that there is a belief that there is no such thing as liberation. So, there is no such thing. There is no liberation that exists whatsoever. Uh, the second mistaken view is that selflessness is not a pathway to liberation. <coughs> Realizing selflessness is not a pathway to liberation. Uh, the third idea is that somehow uh, concentration levels are liberation. So there is a belief that um, by um, single, utilizing single-pointed concentration uh, and achieving the form and formless realm uh, states is a path to liberation. Um, so uh, this is uh, the third mistaken view. And the fourth mistaken view is that the root of suffering, Dungyotsawa Pomba, the Zhipa, the Loshe Zhipa, Dungyotsawa Pomba, the tree, Lotugumare, Dungyotsawa Pomba, Pontugumare, Gare, Dungyotsawa Zhipa, Loshe Zhipa. So, okay, so getting rid of the root of suffering. All right, so number four is abandoning the root of suffering is not a path. Um, so this is the fourth mistaken view, that abandoning the root of suffering uh, is not a path. Um, so uh, then when we go now to the first one, which is path. Uh, so the four attributes, again, of the, four of the true path is path, suitability, uh, achievement, and deliverance. So... Uh, we can say, for instance, the subject, uh, the, the wisdom realizing selflessness uh, of a the direct perception of selflessness of a bodhisattva, or the direct perception of selflessness of a solitary realizer, or the direct perception of selflessness of a hearer, or the subject, the path of seeing of a bodhisattva, or the subject, the path of meditation uh, of a bodhisattva. So we can use any of these subjects. So we're going to use the subject the direct perception of selflessness of a bodhisattva uh, is a path because, uh, so why is it a path? It is a path 
because it is a state of, of, of uh, I'm sorry, it is a path because it causes one to proceed to liberation, causes one to go to liberation. Uh, so, this, uh, so you can use that for the subject, the bodhisattva path of seeing, the bodhisattva's path of, of meditation is a path because it causes one to go to liberation. Uh, so this is how we would look at this first uh, sign and utilize us. Uh, it's called Chuchin Sawada, uh, the subject um, thesis uh, sign. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, the next is uh, in the Chuchengare. Okay. So the wisdom real. So the um, the bodhisattva. So the subject, the bodhisattva's direct perception of selflessness is suitability because it is an antidote um, uh, for. Uh, um, the afflictions. Um, so, because it's an antidote for the afflictions, it is su- it is suitability. So that's what the second attribute of uh, the true path is. So the first is path. The second attribute is suitability, uh, and then the third gets to achievement. Okay. Large <laughs> Large <laughs> Okay, so the subject, the uh, bodhisattva's uh, pat, um, realization, direct perception uh, of selflessness at the path of seeing uh, is an achievement um, because it realizes uh, the nature, uh, uh, the nature of things unmistakenly, or there's an un, un, er, no error. Uh, and then jipa. 
So the subject, the Bodhisattva's direct reception of emptiness at the path of seeing or selflessness at the path of seeing uh, is a deliverance uh, because it causes one to pass to a state of uh, liberation and extinguishes sufferings and afflictions. Uh, so we're out of time. Um, we'll uh, end here. And uh, thank you everyone for coming. And we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozan Drapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the Yuru Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well, with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land, surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all happiness and health. All powerful Avalokiteshvara and Tenzin Gatsa may stay until samsara is end. I pray for the long life of the precious conservative uphold the scriptural realization of doctrines. Speak to a friend who trained extensively in the five-rate philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Two Jiram Chikutsu Shabi Denra Lam